0: Last night I had a pleasant dream. I woke up with a smile. I dreamt that I was back again in dear old Aaron's Isle. I thought I saw Loch Allen's banks in the valleys down below. It was my lovely Leitrim where the Shannon waters flow.
1: Hello, my name is Brefni Early and you are most welcome to the first ever episode of Leitrim Daily a new online show about life in County Leitrim. Its people, events, businesses, tourist attractions and sporting endeavours will be the central focus of this show as it grows and develops. You've already heard 13-year-old Matthew Gillard recite the famous opening verse to the Larry Cunningham hit Lovely Leitrim. It's recognisable to virtually every Leitrim person and is sung with great pride at many sing-songs around the globe. As a proud Leitrim man, it would be my absolute pleasure to share the highlights of everything that lovely Leitrim has to offer with you each and every day on this very show. I would love to hear from you about upcoming events, interesting people or happenings, or anything you feel we should be talking about on the show. You can get in touch via our website leitrimdaily.com or on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram simply by searching for Leitrim Daily. To stay in touch with the daily episodes of the show, simply search for Leitrim Daily in Spotify, on your iPhone's podcast app, or for Android users, Stitcher, Podcast Republic, or Podomatic apps. Don't forget to subscribe or follow the show to get the latest episode delivered straight to your phone every day. Don't worry, it's completely free. In case you can't tell from my voice, I'm very excited about the launch of the new show and to celebrate we're giving one lucky listener the opportunity to win the ultimate Leitrim experience for themselves. Stay tuned over the next half hour and you will find out all about the fantastic prize to be won as part of Experience Leitrim over the month of July to celebrate the launch of the show including accommodation, entertainment, activities and food as well as some lovely surprises. On today's show... I will be talking to newly elected Cahirlach, the chairman of Leitrim County Council, Endon McGloin, about everything there is to offer in Leitrim, and to Ballinamore man, Porat Griffin, about the launch of his new book on the Leitrim connection to the First World War, ahead of its launch this evening. It felt appropriate for the very first episode of this show that we would invite Leitrim's first citizen, Enda McGloin Cahirlach Leitrim County Council to have a word with us Enda welcome to the show
0: Thank you Brefni
1: Congratulations first of all on your election to the council mm. it's been five years since you were there mm. before mm-hmm. and you've also been elected for the first time as Coherlock Chairman of the County Council That's correct It's a It's a nice honour to have
0: it is unexpected. Um, first of all, I suppose I, I lost my seat back in 2014. Uh, the areas changed. I was representing that lovely area from yourself, Leitrim Village, and a lot of that area went into another area, so it made things complicated from an election point of view. So I lost a lot of my, my base area and ended up losing my seat. So I was out of politics for five years. I missed it. Um, I suppose, what did I miss? I missed. The, the whole representation of people trying to get things done within the community, uh, seeing your own community prosper. And that was the kick, I suppose, one gets, I get at least, out of politics and uh so I had to make that decision I was working with the political party that I represent and uh, it was a big decision to make but I'm glad I did and certainly in terms of being elected Cahirluc my own party increased its representation on Leeton County Council that opened up avenues and ended up that uh, I was chosen by the majority of the members to be coherent. and it's a great honour I'm very proud uh, to hold that position Uh, my father who just passed away the day after the election was a very proud North Leitrim man a founder member of Melvin Gales Name McLean is very synonymous with North Leitrim. Uh, I've lived all of my 50 years or bar six months in Ramshambo, right in the centre of the heart of the county. And from that point of view, I'm immersed and I've worked all of my lad out life in, in, in Leitrim. I'm very proud of the county. I know his huge challenges. We're a county with a very small population. We don't have the best of land, I suppose, which makes it difficult for people who choose to farm in the county. But having said all of that, we've many advantages and huge opportunities. And I'm hoping that we can tap into some of those as a councillors over the next five years. And from my point of view, certainly set
1: the agenda for the next 12 months. In terms of County Leitrim, obviously it's known as Lovely Mm Leitrim, but what is so lovely about County Leitrim?
0: I think, first of all, I suppose you have to ask people who come into the county, you know, what their impression is. And I suppose many people, friends of mine who've never set foot in the county will tell you, I suppose, first of all, the, the, the scenery, the actual beauty of it. Um, like many counties in the northwest, we do unfortunately get the weather sometimes is challenging but when on a really good day uh, you go up to Slevenearn which is beside us and take a view from the top there or even go across to our neighboring area part of Rigna's in county Leitrim and look at the views from there it's spectacular in anyone's book and um, certainly in terms of it's unspoilt you have many many lakes there's great opportunities for people in the in, in from for example anglers We have now the modern, the new tourism product that has come over the last couple of years through Waterways Ireland is the Blueways. And walking and cycling now is very much part of people's leisure life and uh, the development of all of these. Uh, New walkways and blueways uh, has brought more people into the county. And from that point of view, uh, most people will tell you that you know, when they come, they're just surprised. That's think like Sligo has a slogan called Sligo is surprising, but I think Leitrim is surprising. I suppose when you look at the traveling through the county, it is a small populated area, and there's loads of uh, when you travel through the roads of North Leitrim and Mid Leitrim, you know, uh, there's there just a sort of an ambience, there's a quiet. Beauty that we have, and uh, that's a positive from my point of view.
1: In terms of the county, obviously, part of the remit that you have over the next year as Coherlock and five years as a councillor is to encourage people to move here, to stay here, to invest in businesses mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. What are the main reasons that someone would choose to do any of those things? Well,
0: I suppose as I said earlier, we, we're challenged by our population. Even take it politically. Uh, For the last four or five general elections, which might seem important to people, but it is important, because political clout is important if you want to attract investment, or at least get the will of the government to come in and put in money behind the county. The challenge we have is our population of 32,000. That is a challenge. We grew in the last census, but not at the same pace as some of the counties in the eastern. We have to ask ourselves, why is that the question? why is that and I suppose it is because there's a change in the way people live their lives in terms of people years ago that the the mood that the the way people lived was a lot of people lived in the rural areas not so much in the urban areas so that's not helping but I think if you look at towns particularly take two towns Carrick and Shannon and say Shambo here, you know, it's even anyone who wants to rent a home, they'll find it very difficult presently to get the supply. But in other areas, uh, like Sabal, and Mohal and places like that, they have yet to see, I suppose, the level of, of uh, development. But in terms of why people coming here to live, I think, first of all, you can buy a house fairly reasonable. Uh, that's the first thing. Rents aren't as high as you would pay on the East Coast. Uh, OK, Job opportunities are there. We s- we have established that the county's unpop- uh, unemployment has dropped significantly. But anyone, I suppose, if there isn't a prof- proposition for a job, I think first of all you have to look at the cost of living. Is much less living in this county than it would be on the east coast. It's much easier, as I said earlier, to buy a house and to rent a house. That's that has to be said. But importantly. I think in terms of the quality of life, if you have a family, we would say, and I would say as a former member of the VEC, that our schools here are excellent. I sit on both the boards of both the primary school and the vocational school, and they are second to none in terms of their excellence in teaching and the people will tell you that have kids going to schools in terms of opportunities at the finish of their education it presents them with great opportunities to go to any university some uh, of the students come past have excelled so from that perspective then in terms of leisure you know you have, we have great ga network a very proud ga county Uh, We mightn't have achieved the accolades that some uh, counties have, but effectively there is a great network of clubs. The club's structure is such that it invites kids from the age of under eights, and the parents get involved in training. So that's an opportunity to get kids involved in sport and leisure. We have uh, swimming pools, for example. We have an open swimming pool here in Dermshambo, Carrigan Shannon hotel, leisure centres, gyms sort of everything that one would want in it but maybe not the crowd queuing up at the door or a, a waiting list or whatever case it might be in suburbia so my overall emphasis is the reason people should come and live and work in County Leitrim is the quality of life
1: that we offer. In terms of the initiatives within the council that you're hoping to push on over the next 12 months and, and the extended period of the, of the life of the council, what are the main focuses you have?
0: Well, the main focuses would be, I suppose, what, I suppose, on a negative side for a moment, our uh, towns. There's challenges. Uh, there's very few people living in the towns, in the town centres, and I think that's a big challenge for Leitrim. Take towns like Manor Hamilton, Ballinamore, Mohal, even from Shambour here, uh, which is a town that we perceive to be doing well. In the town centres, there's very few people living there. I think so. I would like to see the government presently and any future government look at the idea of some form of tax incentive to get people who own buildings are certainly people to invest in to develop them the shop unit and the overhead accommodation to try and encourage more people living in our town centres that's something i think our council executive and members should work on uh, to encourage government to provide that and i think you know we talk about our rate base is declining but uh, there is uh, i suppose uh push on by some of the local authorities uh the local authority leitrim to try and uh, get vacant buildings occupied and get business going I and mean, i think that that's that's an important initiative uh that's being done currently but also we have to encourage as i said to you that you know if you walk through a town you look up across and you say god that building looks derelict or dilapidated and that is not good and i think something that we that we need to do i think in terms of inviting investment into the county i think how our streetscapes and how our towns look the entrances that might seem a minor issue for a lot of people but i first hand knowledge here in drumshambo i chair the local community council which runs the food hub and we've had significant investment here we've full employment at this food hub we've a second one uh funding on the way and people who come to look at investment will say you know the presentation of the towns that come in you know and we need to continue to work with tidy towns to ensure that the product we present in other words someone comes to invest in this town or near the town of leitrim that it looks good it's good presentation and it's where people would
1: want to come and invest their money and that's something that i would hope to pursue with the local authority as well with this show we're hoping that because it's available on the internet that a lot of the Leitrim Diaspora are going to get involved and Leitrim County Council recently launched a new Diaspora strategy mm. uh, up to 2023 what's happening with that on that front?
0: Well look at there is as I say we we like any anyone that I know that's involved in the business they'll tell you sometimes the challenges there are is to try and get the people qualified people I suppose uh, on certain areas construction is one that comes to mind where they say, you know, they have a lot of work on, but they haven't got the people or the manpower to do it. And a lot of those people are living and working in Canada, the United States, even the UK. And they would argue, I suppose, in terms of the quality of life they have out there, they're probably young people who up to maybe the age of 30 who haven't met a partner or settled down or had a family. And I would argue that if they were to look at the opportunities that are presented by... S- by taking up a position, either self-employment or indeed employment, whether whether some of the companies, be it on the tech side or on the construction side, that if they were to come back and settle in County Leitrim, as I said earlier, there's an opportunity there in terms of it's it's you'll buy a house in county Leitrim cheaper than any other county you'll have if you have children then in terms of uh as i say rearing the child or bringing them you'll bring them into a good solid rearing here as the fellow says i don't suppose that term mightn't be the right way to say it but certainly in terms of you know uh, the levels of crime or social issues that might emerge in t- cities like new york or london wouldn't be the same here or even Dublin for that matter so there is loads of opportunities for people who would have been born in this county who emigrated uh, got their college degrees and then went off and now uh, got their loads of work experience and have made money out there but we'd still say our idea is that we need those people back in our county and there's been generational gaps where a lot of those people my own contemporaries Of say under 50 particularly the target for me would be the ones between the ages of the late 20s to the late 30s who are now thinking you know i'm going to settle down and okay the income level and you you know you can allude to the income levels by cso and others are there but i think at the same time as we see the economy progress and we see unemployment unemployment um, increase that I think that more and more people with the type of skills and qualifications I think there is the opportunity particularly where it's now been a priority of this government to in- ensure broadband uh, is going to be uh, prioritised and huge amount of money spent so that people with technological degrees and software and all of that area that then they can actually work from home at a level of broadband so that's the opportunity and we'd hope to uh, I as Cahir look you know there's always some sort of a scoffing well if you're going to be in New York or London whatever the case may be but I will hope to me to try and sell that message into those two cities if i'm if I'm there uh, later on in my term and to try and tell them like a, to present to them the various opportunities that is there currently and the encouragement we have the Leeachram county Council now is an economic hub as opposed to years ago it it had a much um it didn't have a sort of an economic program uh, it was more to do with looking after services be it water housing roles whatever now it's much more of the economic unit there's money coming in from various other departments to progress that so that's the message i will be sending to try and encourage people to come back into the county and invest if they're in entrepreneurs and to look at what some employers have to offer which they will be quite surprised
1: about i think you, you mentioned the cso report on, mm-hmm. on the finances and i was going to ask you about that mm-hmm. uh, later on but th- with the the climate change strategy that Leitrim have adapted mm. um, to twenty twenty four, and the fact that the 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 household income average is mm. second lowest in, mm. in of all the counties in the country. What are the main challenges for someone who's thinking of moving back to Leitrim?
0: Well, I suppose the the, the 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 you know that that the figure is there; it's researched, and that's that's a fact. But I suppose that's more average than it is. I I think if you look at the level of uh, investment that has happened in Leitrim over the last couple of years, like there's companies, for example, in Carrick and there cara cara systems, you know you take the type of say prior to and dive there's there's some high tech companies based in particularly I have to say in carrigan Shannon, but there's other locations, and they obviously are need a certain level of expertise in terms of qualifications for people to come back so i mean the the average that's there something in the region of less than thirty five thousand you know is much in reality when those sort of companies. Who who are producing uh, a really, really quality product and are obviously doing well in terms of sales, then they need quality people, people who have experience, but more importantly, the qualifications. And those people, as I allude back to our education system here in County Leitrim, the schools that have produced. Uh, graduates from Trinity College, UCD to our, uh, to our Institutes, and they have gone on then to work in London and New York and various other European capitals. They have gained that expertise. So, in other words, if they come back, they'll be certainly floating on the other end of the scale. And I don't know, is there enough, uh, do they know enough exactly in terms of maybe careers that's possibly for them? So. So I think that that certainly needs to be portrayed and these companies that are providing that high skill network need to maybe perhaps join with Leitrim County Council in, in selling that message. So so that they then have the, I'd say the challenge for the tellers by the Ida, for example, people say why isn't there multinationals locating in Carrigan Shannon? and are in for example manor hamilton or in the county generally generally it's because they say there's not enough qualified people available to them that's the the look at all aspects i mean we're on the n4 you practically can be on the outskirts of dublin in less than two hours okay apart from the bit up to Gar, the road is a bit difficult needs to be invested in but in general like that's the biggest obstacle so effectively that's the challenge we have to try and get multinationals in but there is indigenous companies based particularly in these areas uh, that have the opportunities Um, eh, and i would hope to see that that figure is indicative of what's there presently. But, but I imagine there is greater potential on the higher scale. I think as
1: well you have to remember that's a hard figure. But mm. if you look at the cost of living, mm. it's significantly lower here to rent a house or to buy a house. So mm. so 34800 mm. would go a lot further than a larger figure in other parts of the country. So I think that has to be kind of taken yeah, in yeah, that context no, no,
0: as well. I, 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 yes, exactly. And I mean, the cost, in would we'll take Dublin as an example. I mean, it's nearly impossible now to be able to buy a home in Dublin if you take even the average stroke, guard, teacher, combination um, you know, they can I mean, I would say you'd buy an exceptional house uh, in County Leitrim for about 200000 I mean, you wouldn't get a bolt hole you wouldn't get anything, even down as far as Westmeath for 200000 Um so you take the person that's paying a mortgage and they have a mortgage of 100000 as opposed to a mortgage of 400000 in Dublin, that's like there's a there's a multitude of difference. So, I mean, uh, you're right. It's actually an important point, and one I should have made myself. Like that, it's the, it's the the income at the end of the day is relative to where you live. And I think from our point of view, we would say that you know, the costs of being members, for example, of sports clubs, uh, members of a gym, all of these costs are much lower, because obviously the 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 the, the costs for example the likes of rates and the cost of all of the associated issues. business costs are much lower down here than there so then to be to 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 live in it is much cheaper and uh, we'd hope that people would take that consideration into account
1: well, and uh, thank you very much for giving us the time here in the food hub in Mshambo one mm-hmm. of the fantastic examples mm-hmm. of the great work that's been done in attracting really, really good quality businesses into the c- county. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on your election and thank you for being our first guest here on Leitrim Daily.
0: And just to say to you, Breffney, well done and your initiative. I think this is a great idea in terms of Leitrim Daily and uh, I, I look forward to a lot of people tuning in. And we talked earlier about the diaspora. I think it's it's an important tool for them to be able to tap into this and to be make themselves aware of what's going on in their county and hopefully they will hear what's going on and be attracted by the positive um, between sport and indeed between daily life and what's happening and that maybe they're trying to come back and live in the county. So well done to you and to your initiative, Leitrim Daily.
1: Thank you very much. At the start of the show, I spoke about giving one person the opportunity to win a chance to really experience Leitrim. On the show, throughout the month of July, we will be giving away the opportunity to sample the best of activities, food, attractions and places to stay in the county. Every day on Leitrim Daily, one listener will be picked as our daily winner. At the end of the month, one of those daily winners will be selected to win the collection of experiences from around the county. The prize pool at the moment includes a two-night self-catering stay for two in Tawny Lust Lodge self-catering in Manor Hamilton, dinner for two at the Landmark Hotel Carrick and Shannon with two tickets for a show at the Landmark Central, box tea breakfast for two at our Happy Place Cafe in Carrick and Shannon, A cycle for two along the Shannon Blueway courtesy of electric bike trails, a short cruise and introduction to fishing on the Shannon Queen courtesy of fishtracker.ie. A two hour guided hike through the glens of North Leitrim with Leitrim Landscape Guided Walks. And the opportunity for you and a friend to be one of the first people to experience the new visitor centre at the shed distillery of PJ Rigney in Drumshambo which opens in late 2019. If you're the owner of a Leitrim business and feel your product or service should be part of the ultimate Leitrim experience, please get in touch with the show and feel free to add your own sample to the prize pool. You can get us on our website at leitrimdaily.com. Now for winning the opportunity to really experience Leitrim for free over the next 12 months, couldn't be easier. There are four ways to enter. If you go to our website leitrimdaily.com, click on experience Leitrim and simply enter your details there. You can reply to today's tweet from the show telling us why you'd like to win the competition. And don't forget to include hashtag experienceleitrum in your tweet. Join our Facebook group by searching for Leitrim daily and commenting on today's hashtag experienceleitrum post. On Instagram, why not post a picture of what represents experienceleitrum to you? Don't forget to tag the show at Leitrim daily and the hashtag experienceleitrum. One lucky person will be selected to be our daily winner. And yes, you can enter up to four times each and every day this month. The very best of luck to you. This evening in the County Library in Balnamore, Enda McGloin, our previous guest, will be launching... A brand new publication by local man Porrick Griffin, who will be well known to most listeners of the show. The book is Leitrim Echoes of the Great War and it tells the story of all of the casualties associated with Leitrim during the period of the First World War. Porrick, welcome to the programme.
2: Thank you very much, Raphne.
1: Tell us a little bit about the book and I suppose let's start, first of all, with where the genesis for the whole project came from.
2: Well, back in 1982, I acquired uh, the eight co- copies of Ireland's memorial records listing 49,400 names of men from Ireland who were killed in the Great War. Now, that actually was more than actually were killed from Ireland. But um, I extracted from that book the Leitrim-related uh, casualties and published them in the Leitrim Guardian of November 1983, and. After that, the years, passing of the years, um, more information be- became online in regard to the Great War and casualties. And a number of websites were established listing in various ways casualties who were killed in the Great War. And going through those, I was able to correct a lot of the errors that appeared in the memorial records in, in the extract I published from it. In uh, 2012, I published a list in booklet form and made it available at the libraries and uh, other heritage centres etc and, et cetera. and uh, i revised it again in, 19, in 2015 and then i said that i would put it finally in book form and that has now been done with the publication of little Makers of the great war which will list over 300 uh, people with little connections who were killed in the war and along with uh, an account of the happenings from 1914 down to 1919. It has to be mentioned that these
1: weren't obviously fighting for Ireland as such, they were fighting for, for Britain, because we were part of Britain at the time, uh, Canada, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand and the US armies. How does someone from Leitrim end up in one of those far-flung places?
2: Well, of course, you had substantial immigration from Leitrim and well, um, a lot of it was to Scotland and to a lesser degree other parts of England. Um, you also had some immigration to Australia, New Zealand and Canada and the United States and a small amount to South Africa. And these people were in the armies of those countries, uh, either when the war broke out or joined subsequent to the outbreak of the war. And in the case of the United States, where conscription applied after they came into the war in 1917, some of them may have been conscripted.
1: In terms of the effect that the First World War would have had on Leitrim as a county, like obviously it didn't take place here, but what were the major effects on the people and and the county itself?
2: Well, a great number of young men went to the front, but in addition to that, uh, there was considerable demand for labour at home because there was great demand for farm produce and the prices and values of foreign produce increased substantially. So there was a lot of people who made a good living, and the prices continued to rise up until the end of the war and continued to rise afterwards. But for those who went abroad um, and lost their lives, um, a substantial number of them, a disproportionate number of them, would have come from the general Protestant, Protestant community. And uh, that, that would obviously have an effect on the future population trends in the country. And of course, following all of that, you had the coming of the War of Independence and the establishment of the Irish Free State. And this made a major change to the situation, not alone in Leitrim, but right around us.
1: In terms of the legacy 100 years later, um, because we're coming up on the 100-year anniversary, the end of this period, are there any lasting legacies that we can still see around us in everyday life?
2: Well, first of all, there was a tendency to ignore the men who went away to the war. Certainly after the 1920s, they were largely forgotten. And then they began to die out, and uh, by the 70s and 80s, there were very few left of those who came back from the war. But um, in the last 15, 20 years, there has been a resurgence of interest in those who lost their lives in the Great War and those who served, and many of them came back with life-changing injuries. And in more recent times, you've had uh, an increase in the number of commemorations, and even in our own country in the last number of months, there have been a number of commemorations of the Great War. Last Friday would have been the 100th anniversary of the Peace of Versailles, which brought the Great War to an end. Finally, the settlement uh, meant that at least there was no... Threat of return to the battlefield. That was celebrated here in Leitrim with finish of a project in Carrickonshan under the Peace Four. Now we have our thing on this Monday night. It's the 103rd anniversary of the Battle of the Somme, where 11 Leitrim men were killed. So the changes, as I said, has been uh, visible throughout the country, and it has happened in relation to a lot of things. People have begun to look back at a lot of things, like the Magdalen laundries and many of the other issues that people wouldn't put up with nowadays and have looked back on those who are the victims of uh, those situations at a different time in our history. Obviously a work of this magnitude requires years of research
1: and you've obviously done that over the last 30 or 40 years in particular. But how has this been possible to bring this into a book form now?
2: Well, one eventually sits down and puts all the notes together and writes it and then of course one... Access um, the printer and prints it. But of course, there's a substantial cost involved in all of those things. And quite recently, uh, Leetham County Council provided a grant, a reasonably good grant, uh, under the uh, Decades of Commemoration project. And um, this enabled us to sell the book at a very reasonable price of 10 euros. Consequently, uh, I'm very, very grateful to Leetham County Council for this support, which, as I said, enables us to produce the book without having the fear of losing money on it and selling it at a very reasonable price.
1: Perfect. And, of course, it's been launched tonight by the Cahirlach of Leitrim County Council and McLoyne, who we heard from earlier in the show. That is Balnamore Library this evening, Monday, July the 1st, at 8pm. And Poirot Griffin, uh, author of The Leitrim Echoes of the Great War, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, sir. And thank you for joining us for the first show of leitrim daily i hope you will stick around subscribe to the show follow us on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts or even just listening in every day on our website www.leitrimdaily.com i'll be back tomorrow with faces and places we're in shambo taking a look at the impact of the shannon blue way on the town as well as taking a sneak little peek at everything that on has to offer talk to you tomorrow